There's a story about an employee at his company, and he made a mistake that cost the company a huge amount of money. This employee realized that he had messed up in a major way, so he prepared his resignation letter, and he walked into the CEO's office, and he handed him his resignation letter. The CEO looks at him, takes the resignation letter and rips it up, and says, I'm not accepting your resignation letter. The employee says, I don't understand. I cost the company a huge fortune of money in a mess up that I made. And not only that, but last month there was a different employee had also made a huge mistake that had also cost the company a large sum of money and him you let go of. So the CEO looks at his employee and says, there's a major difference between you and him. He made a very big mistake which cost the company a lot of money. But the reason we let him go is because we knew that this employee is not going to be able to come back with the same confidence to learn from his mistake and to improve himself as a quality employee. But you, you're very different. We just spent, how much money did we just lose with you? A few hundred thousand dollars we just spent a few hundred thousand dollars on your education because we know that you're not going to make that mistake again. You're the kind of person that's going to take this lesson and this experience and grow from it. This week's Parsha, Parsha Sav, there are two psukim in the beginning of the Parsha that tell us about two different parts of the Avaidah that the Kayhanim had to do. The first one in Pasuk Gimel it's called Heirim Es Hadeshen. Every morning, the coin would take a shovel, walk up to the top of the Mizbeach, fill up a pan, a shovel full of the ashes that are left over from the uh, fire of the Karbanis, bring it down the ramp and put it on the side of the Mizbeach. Trumas Hadeshen. That's called Heirim Es Hadeshen. The next Pasuk, Pasuk Dalid, speaks of a different type of removal of ashes called Haitzos HaSadeshen. When the ashes of the Mizbeach grew and accumulated from all the Karbanas to the extent where it was interfering with the ability of the fire and the flame on the Mizbeach to burn and to do its job, they would do a house cleaning, a pre-Pesach cleaning. Then they would remove all of the ashes that had accumulated on the top of the Mizbeach. And what do we do with that? Unlike Trumas Hadeshin, which goes near the Mizbeach, that one, all of those ashes, you have to bring El Michutzla Machene. You have to take it not just outside the Beis Hamikdash, not just outside Yerushalayim, Chutzla Machene completely. Says the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya, an incredible insight into the difference between these two. When people Someone who is spiritually active, somebody who is on the journey and the pathway of growth, of self-betterment, working on their character, becoming a more selfless and giving person, becoming a more godly person. The more a person works on himself, the more they realize and they become aware of the parts of their life which are still not, which are still not corrected, which are broken, which perhaps they're ashamed of. 
somebody who's asleep, somebody who is not on the journey of growth, is a numb, is asleep to his positives and to his negatives, and everything seems fine. But the more a person is in tuned and self-aware and constantly growing on themselves, they are good and well aware of their assets, of their goodness, but they're just as much, they're very much aware of their shortcomings. A person who's like a fire, the fire of the Beit Mikdash, a fire is somebody who's constantly growing alive. His neshama is alive. Like the flames of, a, of the fire of the Beit Mikdash of the Mizbeach, a flame is constantly jumping up to the heavens. The tongues of the fire are constantly yearning to get closer to Hashem and to become elevated and better. And the greater the fire, that some, the fire burns something, the more ashes there will be. What are ashes? Ashes are the part that the fire cannot, could not consume. It's the leftovers. It's the quote-unquote garbage or the bad parts that the fire could not consume and elevate. So, so too with a person, the greater their fire, their inner ruchnius fire, their growth fire, their self-betterment and refinement fire to constantly get closer to Hashem and refine themselves, the more of their own ashes they will see. They will see the parts of them that are not perfect, that are not right, that need to be corrected. What do we do when we see our own personal ashes, when we come face to face with the parts of our humanness that are broken, that are quote-unquote weak, that we challenge and we grapple with? Says the Alter Rebbe, that's what this week's parsha is telling us. It depends. Sometimes it's going to be Trumas Hadeshen. Trumas Hadeshen happens every morning. You take one panful of the ash. Because when we see what we're still lacking, if that encourages us, inspires us, and galvanizes us to grow yet further, to achieve for greater heights, to go past our comfort zone one more time, go beyond our boundary one more time in chesed, in giving to someone else, or any other area of growth. Then, what do we do with those ashes? Those ashes we leave near the Mizbeach because it becomes holy. It becomes part of our growth. That negativity is really positive. Because it galvanizes us, it inspires us to grow yet further. But there are times when our ashes, when our negativity is so overwhelming that it puts us in a depression. It puts us in despair, in lack of hope, in let me give up. That's the second Pasuk. When the ashes were so great that they were smothering the fire on the Mizbeach, it impeded the full growth, the full burning of the Mizbeach. At that time, all of that ash had to be removed. There could not be any of those ashes left behind. And what do we do with it? 
we take it as far away as possible, not just outside the Azar, not just outside the base of Mikdash, but outside Yishlaim Chosla Machene. When we have our own personal ashes and we come face to face with our failings, if the effect it has on us is it weighs us down, it pulls us down, it extinguishes our fire, our enthusiasm, our confidence to grow further, and instead it serves like freezing ice cold water and we feel deflated, we feel hopeless, we feel like there's no point, I've been trying so many times and there's, it's, nothing's going to change. And we walk out with a feeling of deflation and of being defeated, such ash, there is no place for that. Such ash is poison. Such ash and such self-talk has, has to go chutz completely gone. And this is a fine balance between self-growth and looking at ourselves of what do I still need to do to become better? Or having no tolerance for negativity. And this is in regards to a person and themselves. And this is in regards to a person and someone else. If we give feedback, if we give critique, if it's done with the intention, but more than the intention, in a manner and style that's highly sensitive to the other person, it's done in a positive way. To, sh to inspire the person to grow more, that's beautiful. Then we put that next, that's Truma Sadeshan. It's uplifting. Truma means to uplift. The, such ash is uplifted because it brings a person up and that stays near the, near the Mizbeach. But if it's Musr, if it's feedback that's negative, that's putting down, that's showing that we're not, the, we're not like the Darius HaRishayinim. People love to say, we're not like the Darius HaRishayinim. All that does is makes us feel less than. All that does is makes us feel like we are never going to be enough. Most people don't walk away from that inspired. They walk away feeling deflated. That is because such feedback, such musr, such ash extinguishes our fire. What do we do with that? There's no place for it at all, at all. Only positivity. Because positivity inspires growth. Negativity extinguishes our fire.